0: Welcome to another podcast, BFS, Breaking Free Speech, the official podcast of Breaking Free Skate Park, the largest indoor skate park in New York. Yeah, I was just talking with my uh, brother, Uncle Gary, as Clark would say, Uncle Gary! Shout out my boy Clark. Uh, my brother gives me feedback On my podcasts I think I mentioned that earlier So he's like He listens to it He's like hey You know you kind of still sound like an idiot And I'm like dude I can't help it I'm an idiot No I'm not an idiot I'm an idiot totally an idiot <clears throat> And I'm trying to get better We did the podcast today, the toothless Tuesday podcast um, I'm still not entirely convinced Whether I sound better with or without my teeth and it's not a matter of being self conscious. It's just a matter of enunciating clearer uh, in a way where my voice is more digestible for the ears. Although that would be mixing the, uh, your, uh, your mouth and eating with your ears. I don't know if that analogy works well. But yeah, so I got to work on my uh, sign off and my sign in and, and doing all that stuff. But whatever. So I wanted to talk about that a little bit and elaborate on the, we used to do vlogs. Uh, If you go to our YouTube channel, breakingfreeskatepark.com slash, no, youtube.com slash breakingfreeskatepark. Yeah, there's a vlog series. We vlogged everything opening up and I mentioned earlier, it was really hard and I got better at it, but it really teaches me to to speak better because I would, I would speak uh, to the camera and then I'd go home and edit it. And I developed um, a way of talking where I would be going through the sentence. I would be going through the. Se- I would be going through the sentence like that um, because I was editing my own vlogs. I would edit. I would film it in a way that when I got to the, if I misspoke, I would just say the sentence again, knowing that when I got on the computer to edit the, edit the video, I would just cut out the word. I would just cut out the sentence, or I'd cut out the three ti- yeah, the three times I said it. Um, and I would cut down the spaces in between sentences to make it uh, faster, go go by more seamlessly, and everything to make me sound more, uh, sound like more of a competent speaker. On this platform, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to kind of go for it. And I was gonna, I was gonna ask you guys. If, you, if you're enjoying the format or if you think, um, how do I say this? So there's two ways I could do it. I could sit down and I can make an outline and bullet points in order uh, every time I do it and then work off of that. But then I'd have to work on like um, reading and talking at the same time versus just spitting it out. I might work toward doing some sort of some sort of hybrid of the two. When I did the the President's Day podcast, I definitely did that. But that was for obvious reasons. Um yeah. So let me know in the comments if um you're enjoying the format or uh, how go figure. Dave didn't put his phone on silent again. What you doing? I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm recording a podcast and you just interrupted it. I hope the answer to this text message is like, well, why wasn't your phone on silent idiot? <laughs> oh geez. Yeah. Overall, you know, I want this podcast. Obviously I want it to be as most, di- be as digestible as possible. I want you to want to listen. I want you, I want your feedback. So I can continue to grow, um, and in, 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 so I can continue to grow. I continue to grow this podcast into something that my uh, l- listeners and viewers want to hear. I was looking at the analytics this morning. Uh, I love analytics. If you didn't know from the <clears throat> sign and sheet podcast, I love numbers and po- analytics. So um, right now, is a couple of days earlier because I record these not in order. Well, in order, but not at one uh, day after day um so right now there's eight podcasts live by time this comes up it'll be the 11th so it's basically eight podcasts in eight days across two platforms and I have about 625 views and I'm really proud of that and I want to say thank you to you guys for listening to this and giving me your feedback you start something like this, and you're like, who's going to listen? You know, I was expecting to get less than this and to have to really work to, to drive the traffic and, and the views and listens up, and I'm still going to do that because I don't half-ass anything anyway. But, yeah, thank you for listening, and I appreciate your feedback so, so much. So much about all the BFS brands, all the breaking-free brands, is it's all double bottom line. Like, so obviously with the skate park, I need to pay my bills. Right. Uh, and I need to make enough money that I could pay myself a living wage and pay my employees a living wage. But the second bottom line is is impact. It's you guys. It's, it's making a, a lasting impact on the community, a lasting impact on your lives. The podcast is the same way. Obviously I want to get listens and views and engagements and I want it to grow. Um, I'd like the podcast to be something that helps support the skate park and the longevity of the skate, skate pork. Skate <laughs> pork. You think skate pork is kosher? Wow. Yeah. All of this is – all of it's working toward the, toward the longevity of these projects because obviously, like, I don't want my business to fail because if my business fails, well, then I'm I'm screwed. And it's not just, like, if a restaurant fails – You know, you you get kicked out and the landlord takes um, your restaurant, basically, all your equipment, which is is insanely expensive. I could actually – we could probably get Blaze on the podcast again. He works in restaurants. Um, That's – that world is crazy. I think about that whenever I'm stressed out about my business at the skate park, and I'm like, thank God – it's not a restaurant, dude. Shout out to anyone that works in the restaurant. You dudes hustle. That's crazy. Long hours. It's hot. It's oh, and the front end, the front end of the kitchen has to deal with, pfft, god, whiny people that are like want to change the order. And god, no, mm-mm, not for me. Uh, yeah. So the restaurant closes. Generally, the landlord just takes all the equipment, and then they could use that equipment to incentivize a new restaurant to come into the location and then that restaurant doesn't have to spend like who knows what it is like a quarter million dollars to build out a kitchen because everything's got to be stainless steel and 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 the fire retardants and all that stuff um i don't have that luxury if i go out of business the skate park fails um the burden and the expense of getting rid of the ramps falls on me it would be you know they would just um they just charge me. They'd be like, "All right, you know, you're you're evicted and you're done, or whatever, whatever it would be," or even if I wanted to voluntarily choose to close the park, I'd be like, "I'm, you know, guys, this is too hard. I'm done." It's still my responsibility to get rid of the ramps, unless I can find someone else to buy the skate park. Um. So, the long, the long term is is what I'm looking at. You should you know, hold on. love coffee yeah so all this is 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 um about long-term longevity and uh helping you guys because to go back to the double bottom line like i am very aware i'm painfully aware um how important the skate park is to people um yeah like it, that, it, like this is such a big thing over my head that like I gotta take a deep breath when I think about it like my life was defined by my uh riding of BMX bikes that's where I met my friends that's where I made all my memories that like w- without without bikes in my life it, I wouldn't be the same person and it's not even about the bikes it's about the camaraderie and the sport and all those things like the memories I have I have my um I think my 16th birthday, me and all my friends went to the Incline Club in Jersey. I've pictures somewhere on the web. I could try to find those one day. So I know like people talk about it. If any of you listeners are older, you'll 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 think about whether it was extremes or spinners or scuffs or the Incline Club or rasp even if you're younger. Like those years that like formulated who you are and your friends. It's like you take those those memories, and you put them so high up on a pedestal, like, they're just defining things, like, oh, remember, so-and-so, that one time they jumped that gap, oh, my God, I went there every Saturday, you know, you get this, um, again, my brother and I were just speaking about this, that your memories, your memories get exaggerated by the feelings you have within them, so, there's been studies done on human memory and it's actually really inaccurate. You don't remember details that well and they get distorted and the facts kind of shift around. And, and the thing that shifts around the facts is, is y- your feelings. So you'll say you went, you used to go to Dreams one back in the day you went often, you know, maybe two weekends, you know, two Saturdays, two of the weekends of the month you went maybe a weekday here and there. Uh, and, like, a lot of times you probably were just, like, one of the kids that hang out at the skate park all the time now. And you're just, like, hanging out, talking, you know. Every time you ride, you're not learning a new trick. It's kind of, it's fun, but it's kind of mundane. But then you fast forward 15 years and you think back and you're like, dude, I was there every Saturday. That shit was so sick. It gets it, it, Your positive emotion, how stoked you were on all of it, gets inflated. And you're like, I was there every Saturday. All my friends were there. There was 100 people. Dude, it was so sick. I learned a new trick every day. I Like, you always hear people like, oh, I used to do 720s. I used to send the nine and shit, you know. They just get, uh, <laughs> get lost. And, God, and this makes me just really happy talking about it. Because, like I said, my whole life is bikes. And, uh, it's sick. Like, I... I I'm the same way talking about stuff in my past, like, all I did was ride. Obviously not all I did was ride, you know? I didn't get a license until I was, um, I think, almost 20, and I pedaled everywhere. But to say all I did was ride seems really accurate to me, and it really wasn't. So to pull it it back, I'm going to lasso this conversation back up. I'm really aware that um, in 10 years all my my regulars, Harry and Fox, Luca, all you guys that are here. And even the people that come, you know, less often than that, you know, even if you're coming once a month, you know, I know that 10 years from now, you're going to look back at the skate park. You're going to look back at me and and it's going to be just like huge in your minds. And I'm aware that, you know, the implications of the skate park environment, affect that dramatically i'll probably do a whole podcast about the differences in skate park culture uh 15 years ago 10 years ago and like now because it's really dramatic but i'm aware of these things very aware of these things like the podcast is is for that reason like i could just run the business and kick back and just focus on nothing but but the money aspect and, and in fact, you could probably make an argument, well, that's probably better uh, for me individually in the long term. But that's not what I'm interested in at all. I'm interested in you, you guys. And I'm not trying to uh, isolate the, the youths, the youths, the older guys that listen or come to the park. Like, I'm stoked on that too. Like, when I get it, when a guy comes in and he's like, I haven't rode in 20 years or Uh, My kid's now uh, six and he learned how to ride two wheels or we just got him a skateboard and and then they start coming to the beginner session and dad starts riding again. Like, like that's just as valuable getting someone older back on their board is like, doesn't get better than that. Like that's the full circle. Like what I'm saying about the memories and how they're inflated and being like on a pedestal, like to be, also be the person that can facilitate an older person reigniting that flame and falling in love with riding again and then to see them doing it with their kid and growing together with their kid it's like seriously like a beautiful beautiful thing <laughs> uh, um, i got a lot of customers that come in with their kids um uh, like shout out to uh sea bass he comes in with his dad his dad, I don't know how old his dad is. has got to be mid to late 40s. I think he just started skating, like, last year. And that, that's a whole nother thing. Like, 10 years ago, you'd never be like, oh, my dad picked up skateboarding at 50. That would never happen. Maybe not never, but not as common now. It, it, it's just beautiful. Um, we're actually, we've thrown on the idea of doing uh, parent, like, parent, um, uh, what's it called when you have a kid parent kid parent children uh edits where we'd bring in a, a dad and their kid on like a private monday session and just do a little edit i think that's a great thing to promote <sighs> yeah but it's just it's just great Th- these progression oriented sports are life-changing and they're so so important and that's why i do this and that's why i'm striving to be better at it and, and striving to have you engaging with me because I don't want to see you stop riding. And I'd like to see people that used to ride to come back to riding to find that, you know, two hours a week to just get out and ride. And it doesn't even have to be, doesn't have to be with me either. Like, it can be anywhere. That's why I offer all the things I offer. That's why I sell products. Like, there's plenty of customers I have that have never ridden at the park. They come in, they buy products for me. And I never see them. They only ride street, and that's cool. It's great. I love street. As long as you're still riding, skating, scooting, whatever it may be. <laughs> if you've ever uh, poked around the Breaking Free website, uh, it also says we offer photo and video services. Like <sighs> I can, can uh, gladly shoot with you, make a edit for you. Like, like I'm committed to those long term memories. And uh, there's yeah i don't want to keep this is the minute we're pretty up there on minutes here this is pretty this is long enough so i'm gonna cut it there but i will uh take a second to shout out to the people who have um recognized what it is that i'm doing and seen it for what it is in an honest sense and have committed their time and energies toward the same goals that's like uh on top of that list is obviously kevin Kevin Willard we're gonna get him in here real soon to talk he gets it you know and I like Kevin because Kevin busts my balls uh, he'll give me a hard time he'll call me out on my bullshit sometimes I get a little too ahead of myself uh, he loves correcting my tweets on Twitter most, you know, most time on Twitter I just open my phone bang it out close the phone uh, being that I'm dyslexic and a lot of times when I'm tweeting I'm riding my bike so I just make grammatical errors like out the ass I mean, sorry, out the butt. And he loves to tell me when I'm wrong. And let me tell you guys, that's the kind of guy you want. That's kind of guy that skateboarding and scootering uh, creates. You don't want the friend who's only going to say good job and lie to you. You want the friend who's going to be like, yo, you fucked that up. Sorry. Damn, I got to stop swearing. You want the friend that's going to be like, yo, you landed that sketchy, do it again. You want the friend that's going to be like, Dude, there's a huge typo in there. Take that down. Fix it. Put it back up. Oh, cool. Like, that might hurt your feelings for half a second, but those are the good people. And those are the kind of people, those are the kind of, hold on. These sports promote that sort of behavior, that sort of attribute, and that helps everyone. And that's why I'm doing this. So that's I'm going to end right on that one. This podcast is pretty long in, in terms of what we normally do. So that's uh, what I call it there. Gary said, "Uncle Gary said I got to work on uh, my sign-off." So, <sighs> deep breath. <sighs> find my center. Okay, nail the sign-off, French. <coughs> uh oh, perfect. Gonna go riding. Sorry, phone's still on. Gotta get better with it, guys. <laughs> so yeah, if you like the podcast, you know, subscribe, like the video, comment the video, tell your friends about the video. Uh, if you're listening to this on iTunes, give us a five-star review because we still haven't got enough reviews on iTunes to, uh, give us a public review. So it, does, it says not enough ratings yet. So please do that. If you're so inclined to like the podcast, there is a donate button on the Breaking Free Skate Park website. Eventually we're going to work towards, towards a subscription thing. Uh, yeah. And that's it. You know the deal. That's my podcast. You know the deal. And I turn around and look at this poster that's behind me That says you walk the walk You talk the talk You shred the gnar right? God I could do better than that Whatever Whatever dude I did it the podcast is over